Hello and welcome to For the Love of Beer podcast. I'm Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend, Mark Carney-Johnson. Afternoon. Uh, still in lockdown. Um, I think hopefully on the edges of lockdown now. Well, I say on the edges of it. I think it depends obviously on whenever it's safe to stop it, really. So, ploughing on, a uh, different episode today um, for you, rather than the normal um, couple of beers off the list. Um, shamelessly, I think we'll just confess we're trying to pad out a bit of time in this series because we are running a bit thin on beers. We've got a couple of episodes of beers left probably after this, and then we're really struggling big time. Um, but we'll, we'll come into our potential remedy for that at the end of the episode. Um, we're drinking a beer today that's at that's extracurricular, um, so it's not on the list. Uh, and we're using um, uh, basically an excuse to drink it uh, and talk about it a little bit and announce our inaugural and probably final, because um, we probably won't do it again, uh, for the love of beer awards. So um, it will be, uh, I'm sure I'll put some NAF award music underneath this um, as we go on. Um, we've got 10 categories to hand out awards to for beers that we've had um, throughout this journey so far. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll come to that in a couple of minutes. How are you, Mark? Um, I'm doing very well, mate. Yeah, nice little day off work today. I've been busy um, being a, uh, what they call the important people, yeah, one of them. Um, I've been busy. I've been busy key working, um, non-stop. It's been just non-stop work. So uh, it's nice to have a day off and you know share a nice beer with you. Thank you for your service. I've been obviously been very busy um, being non-essential. Yeah, um, probably one of the best, all be best you were to describe me would probably be non-essential. Yeah. Um, well, you're essential to the podcast and essential to beer drinking. So. At least this podcast has given you a purpose in life. Yeah, <laughs> it has. So, um, <laughs> hey Mark, why don't you tell the listener what we're drinking? Right. So this came with a delivery that we had from, I think it was a French, it might have been Beer Manger or something like that. Um, beer like gazelle. Gazelle being a national animal, of course, of Senegal. So this is a Senegalese beer, so hence the French connection. So there we go. So it's 4.2% of volume. Green bottle. Doesn't look very appetizing, to be honest. It's bottles all sort of battered and very basic. Just looks a bit, it looks basic. It looks cheap, doesn't it? It looks cheap yeah. and a bit shitty. Cheap basic um, labels, the bottleneck labels a bit kind of weird and naff. Um yeah. the back of it's got no ingredients at all. It's basically just says imported into Montpellier, France, got a barcode and a gazelle, and that's basically it. So yeah, and a picture of a pregnant woman with a line through her. Yeah, just just warned you about a gluten allergy and, and being pregnant, and that's basically it. Yeah, so Brutus 1974, I'm assuming. We've not done the same level of research, obviously, on this, unless you have, and I didn't know. Uh, no, I couldn't be bothered, so... We're just going to drink so it. We, yeah. yeah, we're going in bareback. So, yeah. Let's <laughs> on. A little gazelle on the lid. Again, quite, quite basic, quite simple. Not too bad a smell. It's very fizzy. Yeah, I'm just waiting for mine to settle. <coughs> Jesus. Doesn't taste of much. It's alright. It's not bad. It's fine. It's fine, isn't it? It's a good beer to be making our way through the um, 10 award categories. It is. For the Little Beer Podcast Awards. This 2020. Doesn't, it doesn't require too much attention, so we can kind of just get on with this in the background. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, 
without further ado, um, yeah, let's crack kick off. off kick off the ceremony. Um, I had uh, uh, okay, right. If say um, money no object, lockdown no object or whatever, where would we host this ceremony? If money is of no object, yeah, money no object. Um, um, would we want a crowd? Yeah, or is it just us two? If there was a crowd there, <laughs> you don't need to know. Well, us right now we've got we're just us presenting to no one. So, um, yeah. all right. So, if we're going to have a live crowd in with us, um, it's going to have to be Wembley Stadium. Wembley, yeah, yeah. Wembley. Hello, Wembley, and welcome to the for the love of beer podcast. Would you, would you be, be giving it? Would you be giving it the, the Freddie Mercury's at the beginning just to get people going? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the crowd involved. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah. Hello, Wembley. Uh, I, I had the awards in a certain order. I'm going to jumble it up just to just to keep you on your toes. So each award has um, has three um, nominees for it. So we'll discuss the nominees and then announce a winner. Um, okay, so we're going to go with the first award. Uh, and this is the, uh, we'll go with the uh, Supermarket Sweep Award. Ooh, this, is right. the, this is the award for best um, best beer that we would get from a supermarket. So this is more of the basic end, not the obscure stuff. This is bread and butter type stuff for me and you. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm, if I'm talking sort of fantasy presenters for this, um, the guy I'd want um, is dead. So I've put down here um, the award to be presented by um, Dale Winton's Ashes. So maybe someone could bring on an urn <laughs> the podium. Um, and then maybe they could do like, you know, those videos where they take like clips of people's saying words and they make it into something else, like a song or whatever. Yeah. With archive footage of Dale to basically fill in all the words and to talk as, as though he were presenting the award. But we'll take them for next. You could have a little box in the corner. You could have a little box in the corner um, with a picture of his ashes, like watching onto the film onto yes, the VT. Exactly. You know, just to see the ashes' reaction to what's going on. Yes. That'd look good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a large, with a large, like, um, and it would it would come onto to the stage, um, like on top of like a large inflatable burger. Yeah, because why not? Yeah. Or a bottle of champagne. <laughs> yeah, typical uh, winter. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Right, anyway, so the nominees for Best Supermarket uh, supermarket Sweep are Toyski from Poland, Asahi from Japan, and Red Stripe from Jamaica. Your thoughts, Mark? Right, now Red Stripe is quite a strong flavoured beer. It's not particularly strong, but it's got strong flavour. Um, first time I had it years ago, hated the stuff. But when we had it on draft in Manchester... I quite enjoyed it because obviously it coincided with the um, square wall plastering incident. Um, yeah. Maybe that clouded my judgment of it, and we had had quite a few beers before it, but I enjoyed it. It was a nice enough pint. Mm. Um, Tyski, I really enjoyed it. I was taken by surprise with Tyski. It was quite early on in the journey. Yep. Um, and that was, and what I'd say, an underrated lager. Fantastic. Um, and what was the third one? Asahi. Um, wasn't my cup of tea. Um, it's a very dry lager, but you love it, don't you? 
Um, I, I'm I'm an admirer of it. However, I think you know this is this 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 pod generally is operates as a democracy. So yeah. I think we have to pick a winner that we're both going to be happy with. My shout, um, my shout for it would be Tyski. Um, I'd be inclined to agree with you there. I think Tyski is a beer for everyone. So the winner for that is Tyski. Mm. There we go. It's a beer for everyone. You can't go wrong with Tyski. There we go. So the winner of the Supermarket Sweep Award 2020 is Tyski from Poland. There we go. Bit of history. Well done, Tyski. Yeah. First for the Love of Beer Award winning beer. Officially. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, okay. On to our, um, our second uh, award, which is the best all-inclusive style beer. Um, now there's only one person who can present this award. Um, listeners <laughs> to the pod will know her well from a couple of appearances, and that would be um, the queen of all inclusive, um, Miss Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, will be presenting the award. Uh, okay, the nominees are Chisk from Malta, FS from Turkey, and Birlau from Laos. Uh, Mark, your thoughts? Um, I think, generally speaking, these beers that you'd think were going to be great to have on an all-inclusive or sitting on the beach like that, generally speaking, they've disappointed us. They've not quite lived up to the expectations that I thought they were going to. Um, Lau seems relatively easy to get now, but it's, I don't know, it seems an exotic beer, but it just didn't seem like, Amazing to me. I can't remember what we graded it, but no, it just... we, I think we enjoyed it. Um, I think yeah. I think the thing with an all all inclusive beer is that they're never the best beers. It's no. it, it's you always find that an all inclusive beer at its best is always a tier below the best stuff anyway. Because if it was yeah. that great, they wouldn't be basically dishing it out. You know, an unlimited amount. Yeah. Of exactly. So, always, so that's why the beers nominated for this award are not necessarily top level beers but they yeah. are they're not you know top top players more of a top player so um so what else we've we got chisk yeah in harry red eyes um you know a top top player would be say peter crouch um a top player might be um i don't know ian pierce <laughs> remember him <laughs> <laughs> They're the kind of levels that we're talking here. <laughs> yeah. I love um, it. That's a, that's a, I'll try and keep obscure nights with references to him. And that was that was I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, my feeling on this is the best out of those three, in my opinion, is probably probably Beer Lau. However, I feel like if we don't give it to Chisk, it's it's a bit of a it feels like that ward's made for Chisk. We know that Vanessa drinks Chisk um, because we decided this along, well, many months ago. Yes. Um, and I do think it would make a great um, all-inclusive beer. So are we going to um, go it's, it's got to be Chisk, I think, for me, yeah. Done. Sold. Right. So winner for the best all-inclusive star beer is Chisk. Round of applause for Chisk. Thanks. Uh, right, on to the next award. The... Notice... Oh, go on. Sorry, I've just noticed there was absolutely, um, well, pretty much next to no mention for the third beer. 
once we got going on that there, we didn't even bother to discuss it. What, FS? <laughs> well, yeah. the first time we had it, I think we quite enjoyed it. And the second time around, I think it kind of yeah. went down a little bit. And I think because of that, yeah. it, we, I, I didn't consider it to be... Cool. Yeah, it's just there, isn't it? It's just so, it's anyway, there. Making up yeah. the numbers. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, next. So we have, uh, next award is the um, Halftime with a Pie Award. So Ooh. this is, um, picture the scene, you're at the football, um, it's halftime, you've got a bottle of X with a steak pie, uh, or a vegan sausage roll. That way if you so, support Forest Green Rovers. If you, yeah, if you support Forest Green Rovers, in this case that's your only option. Um, Okay, so uh, football and pies. It's got to be Sam Allardyce, Big Sam, presenting this award. Um, Great shout! Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of really should have called it the Frey Bentos Award, really, but it kind of loses the football. Or, or we could have the goalkeeper who got fined by the FA for eating a pie as a bet. We could, if I can remember his name. Yeah, I can't either. But I know he got fined, didn't. But I think he took sponsorship money from the Sun so he can go fuck himself, whoever he is. Oh, yeah. Big Sun is a... Okay, so the nominees are Kilness from Argentina, Brains SA Gold from Wales, and Red Horse from the Philippines. Now, um, Kilness, obviously iconic, has some heritage with football. Sponsored both River Plate and Boca Juniors over the years, so it has it's already entrenched within football culture. I'd say that is a perfect football beer, personally. Yeah, Brains SA Gold is probably the best British beer on our list. I would say if you were if, if this was a half time rugby beer, Brains would be top of the list. Yes, ah, uh, uh, yeah, now, now you've said that, yes, yes, maybe that takes it out of the running. And then, the, and then the sort of the renegade option I've got is Red Horse from the Philippines because it's seven percent. So if you want to get tanked up, and you really want to be, you know, if you're if you're planning to give the linesman some like massive abuse during the second half, a couple of bottles of Red Horse are going to get you well on the way. To be fair, if you've been drinking all day, but then you've had to go forty-five minutes dry, you're probably going to need your alcohol levels topping up. So Red Horse would be quite a good one to just get you back to where you were an hour ago. It would. Um, the problem with Red Horse, the dangerous element, is that it's hard for me to look at going to a football game and then being, say, five pints of Red Horse later, not throwing some sort of patio furniture about. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to reel Red Horse out of the running for this one. Uh, if it were me, and I think you've already summed it up, I would give this award to Kilmes. Yeah. If we're talking football, it's Kilmes. And for a half-time rugby beer, it's Brains. So how about we split this award? Well, it's not a... Well, we said half-time, I suppose, with a pie. Would you have a pie at the rugby? I think well, we just got to get... I thought football in my head, and we don't really consider rugby a proper sport on this podcast, so... Fair point. And um, at rugby, you're allowed to sit and drink in your seat, so you could just drink Brains all day. Yes. Because, um, obviously... Rugby players are apparently real men, um, but we don't agree with that. So, football award it is, um, and it goes to Kilmes, Argentina. There's, there's no other football winner for that award. There no, can't be. Probably not. 
Well deserved. Okay, so um, next award, best session beer. So again, it's not necessarily about the best beer, it's about a beer that you would drink in quantity. Um, Red Horse was, was initially in the running for this and then was taken out um, at Mark's request. Um, yeah, so you'd be shit-faced by the end of that. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. I, I figured um, I, I was going to bring in to present this one Bez from the Happy Mondays um, with his maracas just to come on and just lighten the place up a little bit, you know, and just perk things up a bit. <laughs> um, right, so the nominees are for Best Session Beer Tenants from Scotland, Height, oh, yeah. Height from South Korea, and Olvi from Finland. Um, right, Mark, your thoughts? Right now, Olvi from Finland is up there with the best beers I've ever had. Um, so I could quite happily drink a lot of them, but I'd feel that I mean, if I lived in Finland and it was readily available, I'd be drinking it every day of the week, yeah, because it, it's just there, isn't it? So I'd be Olvi after Olvi. Um, but over here, I feel like I have to savor every sip of it because it's so good. It's an absolutely fantastic beer. Um, so I don't know how to feel about Olby. Um, I'm not so sure. Height. Um, height, not shite, as we know. And very easy, easily drinkable. It was easily drinkable. I think we gave that about a seven or an eight, didn't we? It was quite yeah. good. Kim Jong-un would have a massive session on this if yeah. he's still alive. I think he is. Apparently he is alive. He is still alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the third one? Tenants from Scotland. Tenants now. I could have a lot of tenants. I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, and as we know, it is a favourite of the homeless who drink it in massive sessions, don't they? Well, that's tenants super. Do they not drink normal tenants? Not really frequent in many park benches in Scotland, to be honest. Mm. My, my personal opinion for this, out of the three, if I were drinking, if I wanted any as a session beer, the one I'd enjoy the most would be Olvi. I would enjoy that the most, yeah. I would enjoy it. Um, but I think as a session, I think Tenants would be a perfect session. Um, but having said that, Olvi is second only in my eyes to Stiegel. So should we not give it to um, Olvi? Yeah, let's give it to Olvi. It's the best beer. In the, it's the best beer nominated. So should we just pick that? Let's go with that, and also the fact it wasn't particularly strong, was it? So you could have a big session on it, and it wouldn't exactly. be a problem. Fact, so hold it. I have the can to hand. Four and a half percent. Perfect. There's no other beer for it then. In that case, it's a beautiful looking can as well. I've forgotten almost how beautiful it is actually. Yeah. Uh, right, so there we go. So the winner for that one was uh, was Olvi from Finland. So congratulations to to them if they care. Uh, okay, so uh, next award is the uh, best the, the not on the list award. So this Ooh. award goes to extracurricular beers from countries that are not on the bucket list. So um, I thought to present this award. Um, so the idea of a beer that's sort of not on the list, think of sort of someone turning up to something that's not really supposed to be there or just turning up to any old shit. Um, and 
the one sort of person that sprang to mind for me that would probably turn up to the opening of an envelope would be Peter Andre. <laughs> yeah, good idea. So if you get Peter idea. Andre, I could put one of the sort of towery Chelsea lot made in Chelsea, those kind of reality people, but yeah, just thought, you know what, Peter Andre please a few quid. Got about 10 yeah. kids, maybe about three different wives. Or yeah. So yeah, Peter Andre to, to present the award. The nominees are, obviously when he comes on, he'd come on to Mysterious Girl. Obviously, yeah. That would be his play on music as he, as he comes on to the podium. Um, okay, so the nominees are Kilimanjaro from Kilimanjaro. Wait, what country is that in? Tanzania? Yes, that's the one. Tanzania. So Kilimanjaro <laughs> from Tanzania. Yeah. Uh, Casablanca from Morocco. And Tonya from Nicaragua. Uh, in my mind, there's only one winner there, and it's got to be Casablanca. Everything about that beer was amazing. The way that it looked. Um, I mean, look at that. That's beautiful. Now, now there's okay. another reward coming up that if this were actually on the on the actual um, bucket list, it would probably be nominated for more awards. Yeah. Um, sadly, it's not. But I absolutely love drinking this. It was uh, a fantastic beer. Yeah, it, it tasted beautiful as well, didn't it? Yeah, I, um, I liked Kilimanjaro a lot as well. Um, to be fair, yeah. um, both both very good beers. If they're on the um, if they're on the bucket list, they'd be towards the heading towards the top end. Um, but sadly, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. Um, right, so we just nice and simple. We're just going to give that to Casablanca. I'm happy with that. It's got to be Casablanca. Yeah, um, definitely. Casablanca from Morocco is the winner. Um, well done. Yes, well done. And thank you, Peter Andre, for appearing. Right, um, the next one. This is uh, the Winter Log Cabin beer. So this is, think of, picture the scene, cold or wintry, maybe somewhere in Scandinavia or Greenland. A nice remote location, open fire, chilly outside, a nice beer to just sip in cold weather, say. Um, yeah. Now, when I think of um, wintry locations, um, I had an image in my head of a music video. Um, so I decided that to present this award, I would like um, Shaking Stevens. <laughs> uh, just because I had the image of, of, um, of Merry Christmas, everyone, and the video for that, and obviously how cosy everything looked. I think it was in Lapland. I just thought I could imagine <laughs> you'd be up there with Shaken Stevens in Lapland on the way to see okay. Father Christmas. So Shaken Stevens <laughs> is coming on. Um, probably comes on to this old house because the wards aren't set at Christmas time, so we can't have this Christmas song. So probably go over this old house to play him on. Uh, right, so the nominees for Winter Log Cabin Beer are Stiegel from Austria, mm. Penance. From Scotland and Weinstefana from Germany. Now, uh, they're three very different beers. Very different beers. So you have um, now Weinstefana um, is not a typical lager, it's a, it's a vice beer or a beer, so it's a very different style, sort of cloudier style. Not the type of stuff you would normally drink on a 
it's not a barbecue beer, as we would say. Um, no. Probably more of a suits that surrounding quite well. I think, yeah, I think it does suit this award really well. Actually, it does. However, um, I quite like it. You don't. So, for that reason, it, it's earned the nomination, but isn't going to win. So let's just pull that to one side. Tenants, if it's a fight between Tenants and Steagle, could you really make an ar- argument for Tenants over Steagle for a log cabin? There's only one winner there. Only one winner. I think we're just going to have to. It's a ten out of ten beer. So what, what else can you do? You just have to. You just have to give them it. So uh, okay, are we agreed on that? There can be only one winner. There we are. Steagle. Steagle is the winner. So congrats to Steagle. Um, not not its first nomination of the night, and might not be its last award either. Um, okay, so next award we're going to come to is the Desert Island beer. So this is picture the scene. So you are um, stranded on a desert island. Um, you're roasting hot. You've not had a drink for for days. There's um, you see a crate, a plastic crate, bobbling up, being lapped in by a wave, and then just rests itself on the shore. And there's twelve bottles, somehow chilled inexplicably, um, probably because of the temperature of the sea or something. I don't know. Anyway, they're nice and chilled. Um, now to present this award, um, I tried to get Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks's people said he was busy, so I decided to get um, Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> so just the, just a volleyball. Um, I'll get someone to bring him on. I don't know, um, a Paralympian or something, Paralympian Paralympic volley, volleyball player or something for GB. <laughs> <laughs> it's for diversity purposes and you know people love olympians and it would have been this would have been an olympic year had it not been for coronavirus yeah it should have been yeah should have been uh okay so nominees for desert island beer are hinano from tahiti banks from barbados and jewel brew from gambia now i think this is one of the most hotly contested awards of this ceremony because you could make an argument for all three um now, what, now do you believe you were, in what, what you're thinking you were a massive fan of banks weren't you um yeah. i was take it or leave banks right so we've got that we've got jewel brew we were both massive fans of that i'm pretty sure they got a nine out of ten didn't it um it was it was at least an eight eight and a half maybe higher yeah it got massive ratings jewel brew we really enjoyed it and then thirdly, Hinano, I mean, the way that it looks, perfect desert island outlook, isn't it? There's, there's nothing better looking than Hinano. No. Um, me. Um, I, I, I honestly couldn't split between, personally, between that and Jewelbury. Um, if I was forced right now, I'd probably say Hinano. First thing that comes to mind for a desert island beer would be Hinano to me um but then when you go into it a little bit more maybe the others could give it a bit of a run for its money um, uh, but personally i'd go with hanano i'd be happy with any of the three however my i would lean towards more if i'm to rank them one to three jewel brew will be third Ooh. 
would be third out of the three. Um, Banks and Hinano, oh god, it's so hard to separate them. I would, I'm, I would say we'll give it to Hinano purely on the fact that presentation wise, you know, taste taste wise, I like them both probably equally. Twelve bottles, a, a crate of Hinano rolling up to the beach. I don't think there's many more beautiful sights in the world probably than that. If I was stuck on a desert island, and that yeah. rolled in and nestled there. So if I if taste is like neck and neck, I'll go for design and aesthetic. Yeah. I'll go Hinano. Yeah. Right. Excellent. And well deserved as well. Well deserved. Excellent. Excellent. Right. So um so the Paralympian now will wheel off Wilson from then from Castaway. Um and now we'll go to the next award. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll segue in. Next award, um, best label slash packaging, so design. So um, this is uh, what we think are the best looking beers. So this is purely nothing to do with taste. This is all aesthetics. So um, we've got three nominations for this. Um, I decided to someone who has, um, you know, uh, a taste for the flamboyant and you know who is involved in design that sort of thing um i've got lawrence Llewellyn bowen because he was readily available very good shout yeah he's not going to turn that down is he so lawrence no. Llewellyn bowen will be presenting the award i feel he'd get on really well with peter andre as well probably would yeah yeah probably would feeling his abs you know mind you he's married yeah. isn't he lawrence Llewellyn bowen he's 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 been straight and married for long time hasn't he apparently so yeah so he says there's nothing right because he, he's he's sort of that thing he's he's quite flamboyant and effeminate but but still somehow um doesn't sort of he's not he's not really he doesn't really have he's not a gay icon by any means is he? he's not doesn't, doesn't really occupy that space well he existed in that way before bisexualism existed so he was ahead of the curve, really. Yeah. And he's probably too late for him to come out now, isn't it? So obviously, yeah. if he wanted to. If he wanted to. Which is nothing wrong with that now. Think, you know, the, the, no. It's changed a lot in the last 20 years. Yes. I think we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, if, he, if it turned out that he was, as long as he's happy, if he wants to pull a Schofield, no one's going to judge him. No. Even if you have cheated on your wife for how many years? Um, what, what on the Schofield thing? Um, yeah, no. You don't know how much she knows, how much she doesn't really. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the nominees. Okay, so, the nominees. The nominees are. Um, <laughs> I wonder if it's ever been in an award ceremony where the actual presenter for the award has been played off with music before he's even read out the nominations. <laughs> I wonder if that's happened. <laughs> right. Okay. The nominees are um, Hinano from Tahiti, Kamenica from Bulgaria, and Stiegel from Austria. So three very different designs. So um, start with uh, Hinano. So Hinano has a beautiful piece of artwork. It's the it's the girl in the red dress sort of um, sat on her knees, looking out over a beautiful sunset, because of sunset. So it's sort of a night sky, desert island, 
fact, I have, I have it here. A, a thing of beauty. Lovely font. Yeah. It's nice and exotic. It is as good looking as a beer label could possibly be. You would say. Iconic. Um, then we have Kamenitsa, which was very much your one of your favourites, just because you like to finish on the can. Can I be controversial now and swap Kamenitsa for a different beer? Uh, Are we allowed to do that mid-ceremony? Uh, um, what do you want to swap it for? Olvi, right behind you. Just look at that can. Uh, I'll allow it. So, Kamenitsa is out, Olvi is in. Um, yeah. The dignitaries from Bulgaria of um, are furious and have got up and stormed out. Um, but, but it is what it is. Finland are happy. Yeah, Finland, Finland are buzzing. So, okay, all of these come in. So, um, nice shiny can. Sort of 70s style font. Um, very different, very unusual. Like um, it's never been changed. Quirky, yeah, quite quirky. Um, yeah, I was keen on that. And then Stiegel. So Stiegel has the iconic um, red step. So Stiegel translates in Austrian as little step. Yeah, so, and and the, one of the best features on the bottle of Stiegel, um, I mean the can's lovely, but the, the bottle has the little um, uh, the little sort of paper tab on the bottle, oh, which is that is touch. it's a lovely touch. that is amazing. Yeah, um, for me, it's a straight up fight between the classic design of Stiegel and the natural beauty of Hinano. Yeah, and that is a really difficult one to call. What you I need. don't know which way to go. I'm thinking Hinano, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm not sure. I would go along with that. If we're talking purely aesthetics, I think I think we'll give the award to Hinano. I think we'll if you were comparing the whole package of each beer, it would go to Stiegel without any doubt. Yes. But purely on design alone, they're neck and neck. It's fifty one forty nine really. Um, yeah, agree. I'd say it's going to have to be Hinano. Definitely agree. Okay, so, uh, right, so how many awards have we got left now? I'm trying to think how many we've done. We've done that one, we've done that one, we've done that one, done that one, done that one, done that one. Right, I think we've got two, two left. We're getting down right. to what you'd say are probably the big two in terms right, of what's the pot a lot. So, first of all, we're going to go with the best barbecue beer. So, these are uh, beers that we would stock in specifically for a barbecue hot summer's day. Um, now we've got um, who's going to present this? I haven't written anyone down. Who's famous, barbecue? Who's famous for meat stuff? Um, Bernard Matthews. I was thinking people who like do barbecues. I'm thinking Gino De Campo. He does all his barbecue stuff. So we're either talking Gio De Campo or a distant relative of Bernard Matthews, because I think Bernard Matthews is dead, isn't he? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. I can't imagine he's around. We'll go with Gino. Let's well, do Gino. We'll give us a laugh as well. Housewife's favourite as well. Yeah. Ladies love him. Yeah. Uh, okay, right. So Gino's presenting it. So um now I think I this this is a tricky one. This is a very tricky one. We've nominated three beers, but I'm not entirely sure I'm happy with the nominations. But we'll go on with it. So we've nominated Stiegel from Austria. We've nominated Kilnes 
from Argentina. And we've nominated Olvi from Finland. Now, this is very difficult to, nom to nominate for because there's been a number of really good beers. And you have to sometimes think about the beer and the setting that's surrounding. So we're talking barbecue, hot summer's day, it's going with, you know, meat. It's, you know, you've got, you know, other family, friends that you're, that you're giving these beers to. Now, Stiegel is basically the best beer we've had so far, right? So yeah, without it has to be on the list because it's the, it's the best. Yeah. But it's not a summer beer. It's more of an all year round. It's kind of a Swiss army knife beer. Whereas certain other beers that we've probably left off that are more summery, like say Hanano or Banks and stuff like that. Jewel brew. Yeah. Didn't get the look in. Some of what you say your desert island beers actually are also very good barbecue beers. We've left them off. Yeah. Yeah. Now Kilmes, I'm happy with Kilmes. I think that is a great barbecue beer because um, especially for, for like your mates, beer drinking mates will know it and recognise it without necessarily having had it before. So yeah. it kind of so it, it creates a bit of a buzz. So that straight away gives that an edge. Even yeah, though taste-wise, but, but for, for pure barbecue purposes, that's hard to beat. Now you put Olvi. Olvi was one that you that you felt strongly about, which was obviously our session beer. I'm not sure about it as a barbecue beer. Is it summery? Finland's a cold country. I'd say it's probably another good all year round beer, really. It's just, it's a bit a, like Stiegel. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd so, be a great beer to hand out because everyone would be buzzing over it. So I don't know. I, I, would it be controversial to not give Stiegel the award and to give it to Kilmes? Uh, yeah, it would. Personally, I'd say it's got to be Stiegel yeah. because, as we've discussed recently, um, it's the ten out of ten beer. So yeah. therefore, it has to win. By that logic, yeah, we have to. Yeah, okay, I'll give you but, that. But, but I know you're a massive fan of Kilmes, so we could do rock, paper, scissors for it quickly. Rock, paper, scissors, deciding on an award. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's yeah. do it. Let's just, yeah, okay, let's make it exciting. So obviously the, the dignitaries from Argentina and the dignitaries from Austria sat there tensely watching on. Yeah. We basically gatecrashed Dio de Campo opening the envelope to do rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Okay, you ready? On three? Yeah, ready. Yeah. One, two, three. Rock beat scissors. Bollocks. So I've 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 cost Steagle that award. Um so it's Kilmes. Kilmes is the barbecue yeah. bit. Hey look, you you Right. No risk it, no biscuit. No, fair enough. Win some, you lose some, don't you? Yeah, that was I would have given it. I would. I was almost willing to to have given you it, but <laughs> mess with the bull, you get the horns. Well, that's it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, final award of the ceremony. Yes. This is the big one. This is the ambassador's selection. So, um, imagine like the Oscars. This is like best picture winner. So this is the. Um, the, the the very much the elite beer, the ambassador's reception. 
this is the first choice player for the ambassador. And obviously the ambassador himself would come on to present the award, flanked by two um, lovely ladies, um, each carrying a pyramid of Ferro Rocher. Um, either side of him, a bit like um, when when like the ladies that like bring people on the darts with Ferrero Rocher, <laughs> just, like, just like waitresses. Yeah. Um, so the nominees for the ambassador's selection are Sviturus. Bot- have I said this right? Sviturus Baltas Balta. Yeah. Baltas. Yeah. Sviturio Baltas. Yeah. From Lithuania. Kilmes from Argentina and Stiegel from Austria. I think we know where it's going to go, where it has to go. There can only be, there's going to be only one winner for this one. But honorable mention for the other two. I'm um, not doing rock, paper, scissors on this, there's only no, one winner. No, no, no. But honorable mention for the other two. So, I tourist was, um, I, we thought, a really classy presented beer that was yeah. not the best beer we had, but the sort of thing that you could happily present. That looks the part. Yeah. Um, very classy, very, you know, stylish. Um, Kilmez is, you know, iconic beer um, that does well in all situations um, and without looking kind of um, cheap. Yeah. With um, commons, the word. I don't know if commons is the right word. But um, obviously, an ideal barbecue beer as well. And that. Um, so straight away, because it's an idol barbecue beer, that's too common now for the ambassador's reception. Straight away, that gets scrubbed out. So it can only be Stiegel. It's, it's, a, it's our 10 out of 10 beer. The ambassador could, could do no better for his guests than provide yeah. Stiegel. Um, I couldn't imagine anything better to sit next to a pyramid of Ferrero Rocher than a pint of Stiegel, a bottle of Stiegel, or a can of Stiegel. Well, he wouldn't serve cans, would he? Be a bottle or be on draft. It won't be on draft, yeah. On draft. Um, so there we have it. That's that's our winners. So um, congratulations to the winners. Um, I'm sure you know they'll they'll all appreciate it. Um, and this will go down in the annals of history um, for beer kind. Um, and all that's left for me to say is um, thank you, everyone, um, for taking part. Um, to the losers better luck next year if there is a next year uh, any final thoughts Mark on the ceremony um, no I think there was some well deserved winners in there we've um, covered many countries I don't know how many we're on actually the map's in front of me but I don't know what the figure is so far it's but... been a star studded occasion as well I mean we've, I think yeah. we've got some big fish there I mean I don't think Shaken Stevens is going to turn up to any old thing I think we did well to get him yeah I agree. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Well, um, almost brings us... Oh, actually, you know what? Should we just do for shits and giggles? Um, Senegal, Gazelle. Oh, yeah. Has you been drinking it? Any... any? I mean, if, if, you were, if you were giving it a rating out of 10, what would you give it? I mean, if you pass this around the barbecue, people would think, well, that looks shit in that bottle. Um... It's not a great barbecue beer. The ambassador would not have it anywhere near the reception. No. Um, but it's, it's not dreadful. It's five out of ten. It's just middle of the road. I was thinking. I was thinking six. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. It's quite Go with that. It's pleasant enough without really setting the world on fire. Um, not bothered. It tastes better than it looks. Do it that. Yeah. 
It's all right, isn't it? It's all right. It's nothing special. Right, before we go, um, now we've got, um, we're coming to a bit of a crossroads with the podcast and the journey as a whole. Our mission was to drink 100 different beers from 100 different countries in accordance with our bucket list, which is very strict. So um, if, it's, if it's not on the list, it doesn't count. So obviously we've drank beers from other countries like, like Gazelle from Senegal. And it's lovely to do that. And I think we'll continue to do that where, where the opportunity comes up. But we have to focus primarily on trying to find and source these beers. And as we, as we go on, it gets harder and harder. So uh, we brought up the idea on a previous pod and then, and then um, kind of stuck a pin in it. But now is the time to deploy Operation Pint Pal. That's what I'm calling it. Um, so Pint Pals is basically going to be our way of reaching out or trying to find via social media people in particular countries where we need a beer because we can't get them online we can't seem to get them through any other means so unless we befriend someone from that country um i don't see how we're gonna be able to get hold of it so um what we'll do is um when this episode goes out oh excuse me gassy that gazelle beer um when this episode goes out we will um put out appeals oh god another one sorry um put out appeals for um certain countries where we would like to make friends um we are more than happy um if it, if it happens to be that you live in say georgia or guatemala or norway or whatever and if if it's at all possible for you to send us um a beer um we would be happy to um uh either pay you know pay for it pay for postage or um we're also happy to send beers in exchange so if you wanted um you know say a beer from from britain um uh, that you would never have the chance to have in your country that you would like to try um we'll send you that in exchange um so if you're living in um colombia you can send us a bottle of or a few bottles of poker cerveza and we'll send you not carling we'll send you camden hells or brains i say gold or something you know something that we think you'd really like um so ultimately that's ideally what we'd like to do and there's a degree of trust involved in that and we'll just have to see see how that goes um without further ado i'll hand over to mark to tell you um where you can find us on on social media yeah at ftlov pod facebook twitter instagram and youtube um, uh, give us a follow like yeah look out for our um pipe pals campaign as well yeah we're going to be hopefully trying to tick some more off we got down to the real the real difficult ones now haven't we there's some websites in the united states that sell some of these beers um but they're not allowed to export but yeah. if you're willing to break the law for us it'd be most appreciated so yeah we, we've got like about that. 35 beers to go no, less yeah. than that now. 33, I think. Once we've, we've got a few in we haven't drank yet, but once we've had those, there's about 33 left to get. Um, and to be brutally honest, without the help of you guys listening um, on Friends on, Online, um, we're not going to do it. So we can't, we can't do it without your help. Um, so, uh, yeah, so hopefully some of you guys out there around the world are going to come up big for us. And then obviously we will repay you with 
more shit podcasts and potentially other beer going the other way. Um, also email us. So we're available on email at for the love of beer pod at gmail.com. I've got that right this time, haven't I, Mark? You have. Uh, oh, by um, the way, there's 32 left to go. I've just 32 counted. left. Right, 32 left to go. So, um, yeah, fantastic. So thank you again for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed a bit of a twist on the usual format. We'll be back next time, I'm sure, with bog standard, um, two beers and usual nonsense. Thanks again. And uh, stay safe, everyone. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. All I do is drink beer for breakfast. This podcast is presented by The Podcast Lot, a free promotion label for up-and-coming podcasts. Follow them on Twitter at Podlot.